Welcome to the Game Central podcast. Poor, poor Hulk Hogan won't be featuring in this year's wrestling game, WWE 2K16, because of his racist remarks he made in an interview a few years ago. Gareth, are you in this year's WWE 2K16? Uh, not yet. I rest my case. <laughs> if someone out there has the means necessary to put together some of the awkward remarks Gareth has made over the course of the 70-odd episodes of Game Central, then stick them up on YouTube. I'd be very grateful. Be some great promotional material for the Game Central podcast there. Right, here we go, guys. You ready? Yep. <clears throat> my sex life is a bit like wrestling. I pin my girlfriend to the ground, and after the free count, it's all over. She is often <laughs> left laying on the floor afterwards, where it would be stupid to pin your girlfriend without first tombstone pile driving her through the dining room table. And completing our lineup this week is a man who can fit more men in his ring at once than in one whole evening of Royal Rumble. <laughs> Thank you. It's the smooth of the head, Don! <laughs> no. Okay. Now, if that isn't a triple threat made in podcast hell, then I don't know what is. We are not the brothers of doom. We are the triplets of doom. So what do we have for you this week? Well, obviously, we have everything that's been happening this week in the game of world, in the world of gaming. What's the PS Plus free game this week? Are oh, Kojima and Del Toro working on something? Who is the new unveiled character in WWE 2016? Calm down, stop asking questions, will you? We should have the answers. Or just use Google yourself. Then we have a game shown for you this week. We bloody love them. Can Gareth and Don name the first person shooter merely by hearing the game being played? Sounds easy, doesn't it? Okay. Well, it isn't as easy as it sounds. In our game show, Seeing Sounds. A bit like Stevie Wonder and that they can sort of see the sounds that they do, can't they? Then we unwind and talk about the games we have been playing this weekend as Don approaches the 10th anniversary with the most important thing in his life, Destiny. Now, that's not 10 years, that's only 10 months, but it's been a whirlwind of a ride, hasn't it, Don? It has been, yeah. And we'll be celebrating your year anniversary where you could be talking to us about some of the greatest moments you and Destiny have shared throughout this year. I bet you can't wait. I can't. But just before we start, as you may have noticed for the last few weeks, Don has been short on words and short on enthusiasm. Let's just have a short word with him and get this revving up for this week's podcast. Are you okay, Don? Hello. Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. Life's too short to be like this. <laughs> like what? We are beginning shortly. <laughs> and I would really like you to participate, even if it is on some small way. <laughs> okay? Yeah, all right. I'll give it a go. The way you yeah. wouldn't think the guy has his own section on the 301st rated gaming podcast on iTunes. Yes, hot gossip, ladies and gentlemen. It's news like you've never heard it before. Don knows developers' next move before they've even made it. He knows game concepts even before they've been thought of. So sit back, sniff some poppers, relax, and let Don's hot gossip enter your very being.
you found the way out of this now, haven't you? You used to get panicked before we went and started doing the podcast. You're like, oh, I haven't got to do anything. But then you've realised that it doesn't really matter and it's just gossip. So you can just pretty much make up any bullshit in five minutes once you're off the train on the way home. I'll have you know that this week's gossip is fantastic. Okay. Well, I hope it is. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Go on. Right. Well... My favourite developer is uh, Kojima, as you all know, because I've been following him for bloody ages, especially since he got ditched by Konami. So I've gone a little bit stalky on him and um, yeah. to find out what he's actually supposed to be doing next. And I know there's this stuff coming up that he's still going to be working with Del Toro and all the rest of it, which uh, we might cover in the news, who knows. <clears throat> but he's actually decided... By the look of it, he's kind of had enough of the game of the game industry. He's been decided he's been he's been in it a long time. He's obviously been treated a bit by, like shit by Konami. He's a bit down on his you know down on his luck, feeling a bit sorry for himself. So he's decided to branch out into something other than games. But what? He, but not just felching. Oh, what, okay. what, what does he have that is not games related? Glasses. He has glasses, <laughs> and he has, yeah. has glasses, and he has short black hair. Yeah. And uh, he has a very nice Japanese accent, but that's not terribly useful in the jobs market. Oh, well, what he, well. What he, racist. Well, you know. we have to be very, very careful unless about he, what we're saying gonna, that, Don. Unless he's going to be uh, a Japanese model. For oh, Don, do yeah. you want to be in WWE 2K16 or not? <laughs> what? Dad, what? weighing Ooh. in at 110 pounds, <laughs> Don Goss. <laughs> You're, be, you're going to create a wrestler and you'll start making one that looks a bit like Don and it'll just be like, nope. <laughs> no. Error. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's totally fine. We can't what make wrestlers have, that short. Shut up. You get midget wrestling. <laughs> you don't see midget wrestling. It's fun. You should, it you, is. Not, not so much recently. Wrestling. No. Yeah. The as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, Google midget wrestling. You'll have a great time. Google WLC. It's a great match. That's <laughs> the yeah. uh, TLC pay-per-view, really good. Between El Torito and Los Matadores and 3MB with uh, Hornswoggle. And if you really like the midget thing, um, Google Jerry Springer Show midget. And uh, there's a fantastic clip of a midget on Jerry Springer. Yeah. And if you want to really go on for <laughs> midgets, go on to Pornhub.com and type in, can she really take all of that? <laughs> and if you really want midgets, then listen to this podcast every week, because Don Goss is not a tall man. No, he's a real midget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you saying anyway? Hideo Kojima, what is he doing right. now, Don? You filled so, it up, it's going to be something just, amazing. What does he have? He has his name, and he has that very famous brand that he sticks on every single thing he does it says a Hideo Kojima game at the top of everything he's ever done it's his logo it's his calling card that's what he's got so he decided to use that and to branch out do a bit of branding and stuff like that so what he's come up with he's he's starting to open up new ventures he's saved off a bit of cash over the years as you might imagine selling millions of copies of uh, Metal Gear Solid over the years Um, so he's uh, branching out and he's looking into opening up a Hideo Kojima cafe that sounds right. pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Probably be a uh, an internet cafe. Well, it just serves the same thing over and over again. It has one <laughs> one choice of coffee, and uh, yeah. that's it. Um, wow. A Hideo Kojima bicycle. You see, uh, bicycles are very popular in Japan. He needs figures. There's a big market there. Um, he's going to open his own brand of bicycles. Fantastic. This sounds like desperation. This doesn't sound like a man <laughs> that's on top of his game and who's been given offers. Well, I think he's just—he's decided he can take a bit of time off and branch out and do other things. See, see if no, he's written a list 
of things that he wants to happen. Number one, probably being job offer from Nintendo. Then all the way at the bottom, make some bikes. <laughs> that is like the fallback plan if everything think, else goes wrong. I don't think he's necessarily going to make the bikes own the company. No, I think he's looking doing some branding kind of things. So like Rally or Scott or whoever might pick up the uh, the title. Um, a Hideo Kojima table lamp. I'd buy one of those. It would uh, it would make a noise when you switch it on. The little communicator <gasps> noise is solid. Yeah. Be fantastic. What? Um, <laughs> 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 um, what else is pop for these days? Cupcakes, of course. Supermarkets. Hideo Kojima cupcake. No supermarkets. I don't think. No, because they could rename it Tesco Jimas. That sounds racist. <laughs> it does. Yeah. But then that's Gareth, isn't it? You got to really take care of what he says that's true uh, but there is uh, one idea and this is my favourite one that he's uh, looking into which is I can't believe it's not a Hideo Kojima butter fantastic that's fantastic and will it actually be margarine <laughs> uh, no it will be a butter substitute I reckon, I reckon when you open the lid it should go <laughs> <laughs> Do that as in like you can't believe it's not butter and then an exclamation mark should go over your head <laughs> right, so that's brilliant, Gareth. Uh, no, you're right. not, Gareth. You're Yeah, uh, and it, it's, I can't believe it's not a Hideo Kojima butter. Exclamation point. Mark. Obviously. Exclamation mark, whatever. I work with Americans, I can't help it. Oh, I don't work uh, with them. I can't help it, they, they employ me. Ugh! Hey, what uh, happens? Yep. But uh, that's all fantastic. But of course, what people really come to this section for right now is the Resident Evil Zero code. Resident Evil Zero Code Veronica. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Take it away, Don. Wow. So the seventh part, the eighth part code is... We need it there already. Wow. Yep, there's only this one and one more to go. If you have a SNES pad, it would be the button X. But you don't have a SNES pad. You've got a PlayStation 4 controller and it was the triangle button. Or you've got an Xbox One controller... In which case, it is the Y button. Y button. Y yep. Button. That's absolutely fantastic. And what happens if you've, uh, you know, got no sort of? What is it in Braille? <laughs> if you can't, if you're a blind gamer. I'd say if you're a blind gamer, you're probably wasting your time. Oh. No offense. No. I mean, you, you know, I mean, Metal Gear Solid would be good for you, to be fair, because a lot of it is just listening to cutscenes. There we go. That's quite good. <laughs> So, right, so thank you very much, Don. That's really beautiful. You and welcome. we look forward to seeing this miragine of Kojima licensed products. Uh, so let's get on to the actual news. So the news this week. Uh, it seems that uh, 2K Games, following on from what WWE has done to poor old Hulk Hogan, they've removed him from their game. Uh, shows complete difference in the way WWE is run as a business. You only need to look at the Attitude Era when they employed convicted rapist Mike Tyson to see that they have not always been holier than thou. Gareth, you're a residential uh, person that still watches wrestling for some reason. Yeah. What do you make of this? I am the residential evil. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, the evidence is pretty damning. <clears throat> Uh, he he was he thought he was saying racist things in private. When you're secretly being recorded for a porno, then yeah. things get a little bit more uh, sticky for you. Um, hey. 
<laughs> and it it did happen eight years ago, but it's all just coming out now. And some court case meant they had to release it, and WWE found out, and they just completely erased him from all of their past. Which I think they've only ever done once before for Chris Benoit. And what did he bloody do? He murdered his wife and child, then hung himself. <laughs> that's uh, that's not punchline, Don. That's quite bad. <laughs> so they take this pretty seriously. That's yeah, quite a bad uh, thing. Should he be lumped in the same category as Chris Benoit? He definitely is not as bad as Chris Benoit. <laughs> so you're saying racism is not as bad as... Um, no, no, let's not get into that, <laughs> Gareth. Keep away from it. Okay. It's a very fine line. The guy's 61. All right? He's been yeah. in the industry for decades. If he was genuinely a racist guy, like a natural racist, I think he would have had some friction with a major percentage of the wrestlers. Um, like, let's put it that way. If he was a big racist walking around, end this, end that, which is a racist word that I'm not allowed to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Nigel. But, yeah. yeah, Nigel. But surely if he was going around saying Nigel to everyone... Um, he would have been found out sooner or later. Is this something that the WWF may have swept under the carpet and only now punished him because it's been presented to them so blatantly? I I don't think so. Um, I mean, he's been around for, like you said, like he's 61 years old, and most of that time he's been wrestling. And most yeah. of that time he's been the most famous wrestler that's ever lived. Yeah. Um, so I guess it there's the sense behind you saying maybe they've covered it up because you don't want to have to get rid of Hulk Hogan. No, you don't. And I'm starting to think I won't uh, I won't bet against it being something to do with royalty fees and stuff like that because Vince McMahon is a very shrewd businessman. He, above all else, Vince is a businessman. Yes. And I wouldn't I wouldn't put it down to I wouldn't put it past him when this has all died down uh, to make some money. He brings Hogan back in a few WrestleManias time. No, because no. that's the sort of thing you would do. He can't unless he made new... Matt Hardy have a thing with Edge and Lita when Edge was banging Lita from behind. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. That is messed up. <laughs> but they wouldn't erase him from existence to bring no. him back. Like they, they deleted him from the Hall of Fame. Like that's that's the worst thing I can imagine. <laughs> Like, they didn't do that when he went to TNA and was wrestling for them. He gave away his Hall of Fame ring in a storyline. Yeah. And it gave... That's not a a euphemism, is it? No, no. Oh. It gave Abyss superpowers. This is all true as well. Yeah. And they didn't get rid of him for that. They let him come back. So, obviously, I mean, it does make sense. This is something they won't accept. They want to show everybody that. People yeah. have come out and said Hogan isn't that way, but from the recording, yes, he is. Like you, yeah, can't... it's a bit like what happened with Ron Atkinson when he said that bad thing about Marcel Desai, um, and everyone was like, "Oh, he's managed black players in the past. He can't be like that." I don't remember that, but yeah, because you don't like football. But it That's does true. make you wonder what NWO standard for. Oh my god! <laughs> exactly. Now you're thinking about it. Uh, from anyway, from an old man of the past to an oh. old man of the future. 2K have only gone and secured the rights to use the Terminator in its wrestling games, played famous by none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger, who himself has been accused of racism, sexism, 
and that using illegal substances. And let's not forget the Terminator himself, a cybernetic humanoid sent from the future to kill a woman and her young baby before he was born, thus hurting the human resistance in the battle for Earth in the future. But, oh, that's okay, isn't it, Gareth? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's, that's almost, fine. it's almost as if they... Uh had a character slot to fill for some weird reason. It is, but let's look at the characteristics of the Terminator. Right. Slow, yep. can't jump, mm-hmm. can't run, can't yep. climb turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great choice, doesn't it? it? It reminds me of somebody who I've suddenly forgot, as almost they've been erased from my brain. Hmm, interesting. A mm. cybernetic organism over human living's tissue. Oh, like Hulk Hogan, okay. Yes, just like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but this is going to be... They just they seem to throw things at um, games now that are just totally not in keeping with the franchise. Like We've had Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, Predator, if Don's to be believed, Hideo Kojima in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, now true. we're getting, uh, in this wrestling game, we're getting the Terminator, which is... It's so out of sync and context with the actual game that it's ludicrous. Well, but they just do it. There were Terminators at WrestleMania. Yeah, but you can't use that as a link. That's so tenuous. I just did, though. Yeah, so. but the thing is, even then I said, what is the... Why? why? You did, and to be fair, there's literally no reason why that happened. No. Maybe they still owe um, Terminator Genesis some revenue or whatever they pay. They've still got some royalties and stuff that they have to do. Just throw in the Terminator. Yeah, Just throw I mean, everyone hated that film. It's made, like, no money. Definitely yeah. keep supporting it, WWE. Yeah. Just a really it shrewd a film, Um, It's not as bad as people say, but it's not good. A bit like Felchin. Um, Guillermo del Toro is working <laughs> with Hideo Kojima again after Silent Hill, Silent Hill's cancellation. Now you've been stalking Kojima, Don. You've actually yep. admitted it yourself. Going through his bins and sniffing his knickers, has anything come up and shown you that Guillermo del Toro is actually over Kojima's house working with him on something? Uh, his car's been seen parts around the corner, but yeah. not directly outside his house. Because obviously okay. that would be too obvious. Too obvious. Too obvious. Um, according to his phone records, uh, they phone each other um, almost exclusively after 3 a.m. Um, That's strange. Which is rather strange. Uh, almost as if they're trying to hide something or they're, uh, you know, maybe their wives are being kept oh. in the dark. Who knows? Yes. But as it turns to what they're actually actually working on, nobody knows yet. Knows apparently. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was uh, obviously a horror-themed game. Um, they had a a lot, of, uh, a lot of success about to happen with. Or they're working with the making the lamp together. It could be a joint effort. <laughs> it could be bike. a joint uh, joint lamp. They could be. Uh, he could be getting Del Toro to uh, waitress in the cafe. Yeah. Could uh, be anything. So could be we almost, don't know, do almost we? anything. But I'm willing to bet it'll be a. It'll be as close to a horror game like the PT demo was as they can get away with without breaking any licensing laws. Yeah. Uh, Fallout Shelter receives August release date on Android. Now we saw this really. Um, unveiled at E3 uh, this year. Gareth absolutely loved the concept, but he hasn't got an iPad or any Apple product to be able to play it. So to come out on the Android seems to be absolute music to your ears, Gareth. It is August 13th, which is about two weeks away. And two day, one day after my birthday. So, wow. You know. It's like they planned it that way. It is. It almost is, even though I don't have an Android. 
<laughs> it really annoyed me though at E3 when they were like, we've been working on this game for years, but it's not going to come out on Android. It's like, you had plenty of fucking time. Yeah. It's going to come out today. There's no reason you couldn't have also had the Android version ready. Oh. Yeah. I know, Gareth. Um, but it seems to be a good game. I want to get it, but to go on the App Store and that is too much of a big deal. You know, and to actually download it and things like that and actually play it. People don't give us reviews, do they? So why should I play other people's games? <laughs> right, the complete Fallout game collection launches in September. Uh, it includes the original Fallout, so the isometric sort of role-playing games that Don didn't have the chance to play first time around. So this could be a collection that could be music to your ears, Don. Um, not really, because I'm not that fussed by them. Comes in a mini nuke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still not interested. So now you're on PC? Very... It's yeah, it's not only my... on PC. Yeah, it's also on PC. So it's just not something I, w- I wouldn't have been interested in even back in the day, to be honest. Mm. Back um, in the day when I never had... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you've got Fallout in there, you've got Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 3 Game of the Year Edition, and Fallout New Vegas Ultimate Edition, which happens to be Gareth's favourite part of the saga. That's a lot of hours there, and it includes a collectible mini-nuke with audio bomb sound. So if you've got a granddad or something, you could just throw it into his front room, uh, <laughs> and experience a rather awful flashback, and then just start screaming. Uh, so that's quite good. Better than the Pip Boy, which is basically just a plastic shell that you put your iPhone in, and people are paying up to a hundred pounds for them. Or if you um, want a fun day out, take it to your local, uh, take it to your airport next time you go on holiday. Don, you can't say that. What? In fact, don't be going on holiday. Just take it to an airport because you ain't yeah. going to be going on holiday. So <laughs> you are going to be full of holes. <laughs> so, so there you go. Um, take the games out first, obviously. Give them to a friend or something. Because by the time when they detonate it, because they do a controlled explosion, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they do a controlled explosion. Um, don't import <laughs> one either, because it's not making it through customs. <laughs> no, it's not like, especially if it starts going off. <laughs> the sound. <laughs> what have is this? The, uh, have you seen the Australian special edition of Fallout 4? We haven't. Co- it uh, comes with a lunchbox. <laughs> That's true. It's Australia, what do we give them? Lunchbox. They love lunchboxes. <laughs> so is it like a tin lunchbox? It was just, it's Fallout. a tin lunchbox, yeah. That come with Fallout 3 in the UK. That was <laughs> yeah. on a collector's edition, yeah. <laughs> they might have just painted over it or something, or they just dropped a 3 out and then scratched the 3 out and put a 4 there. <laughs> they won't know, it's all they. Because it was a prison island that we populated. That's so... True. Yeah, talking of crime, um, <laughs> I was at my nan's. She's got dementia, which is absolutely sad. Um, I was at her home, and it's kind of like a resident home. There's quite a few elderly ladies there. And I was there with my children, and we got a bit bored, so we decided to play hide-and-seek. So I got a crochet stick. I don't know if, you've, if any of you have seen that. It's kind of like a large mallet. And I put my hood up, and I went and hid in a bush. And... Uh, what ensued was an old lady looking out of her window, spotting me with my hood up, crouched in a bush with a crochet bat, looking back at her. And I think it scared her, Don. Really? Yeah. Can't imagine why. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Games with gold, PS Plus. We all like games if they're free. It's a must. Here is Gareth's list of this <laughs> free PS Plus and games for gold on Xbox Live. Go take it away, Gareth. Okay. Uh, hey, Don. Yeah. You like Lara Croft, right? Uh, I like some of Lara Croft. Do you oh, like yes. Lara Croft when she's top down? Ooh. Yes. Then you're going to love Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris free oh, on PS Plus this month. Oh, shame that because I got it when it was on uh, on fucking Xbox, whatever it is, Gold. You're right, mate. What's it called? What do they Games call it? Gold. Games for Gold. Uh, I got that when it was on Games for Gold on my 360 about two years ago and uh, didn't like it. Gareth, I think he's thinking of the other one, the other light, the Guardian of Light. Yeah, he is. Yeah, bless him. They're both the same. This isometric. is the sequel, Don. Yeah, they're both the same. Isometric, 3D, run around, dual stick wielding things. And to be honest, I found it a bit tedious. So, uh, no. But thanks. All right, how about Limbo? Got it already on my Xbox 360. Very yeah. good. If you haven't got it, get it. Yeah, it's probably the, not Limbo, though, though. I mean, it's probably... It'd be nice. It was the first more. game I ever played on my Xbox 360. <clears throat> Did you complete it? Of course I completed it. I've completed it several times. Thank right. you very much. All right. All right. Okay, now. This was before Destiny, remember? Do you have a Vita, Don? Uh, no, not anymore. If you had one, would you like Stealth Inc. 2, A Game of Clones? Oh, you no. <laughs> All right, well, that's a bit, a bit harsh. There's nothing for him, Gareth. <laughs> what about Sound Shapes? Oh, Christ. That sounds like something for special needs kids. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so you do want it then <laughs> oh you better tell me all about that one it's actually really cool it's like the music changes as you play and the music affects you playing and your playing affects the music it's actually pretty okay. cool not worth getting a Vita for though no, <laughs> no. Um, Castle Storm Complete Edition is coming to PS3 and Vita do you know what Gareth I'm not being racist but I actually did play Castle Storm Really? Uh, it's a bit like uh, it's a cross between like Angry Birds, but it's got a little bit more depth to it, where you have to kind of defend your fortress. So you'll get people catapulting things to you, and you've got to catapult things to them. It's kind of like Jenga mixed with Angry Bird, and then there's a little bit of a combat in the middle going on that you have. To, so it's kind of like multiple things you have to keep an eye on. Very good game, very impressive. I liked it. Oh well, a complete edition is coming to Vita, so. And I've got a Vita, very underrated machine. You know what I mean? It's the power was what worked against it. All right, uh, yeah. God of War Ascension for all you PS3 owners out there. Boo! <laughs> Look that was a really unimpressive boo. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, finally, Drive Club PlayStation Plus Edition will also continue to be available for download. Yep, as it's supposed to be for. Pretty much ever. Since it was launched a console. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Brilliant game. If you like driving games, get it. Simple as that. Uh, obviously, you know, last <clears> month <throat> was uh, Rocket League, which took the gaming world by storm. Tell me about it, Gareth. I'm not even a member of the Game Central community because they kicked me out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in other gaming groups, people are setting up little tournaments and stuff. Guy Whitlock hasn't shut up about oh, the fucking game since it came out. It's such a guy game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's all over that shit. Yeah. 
I don't even want to like it now. I don't even want to give it the light of day. <laughs> it's almost... It's, 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 it's been tainted, I, hasn't it? Yeah. Pointless. Oh. It's good game. I downloaded it when it was on PS Plus the other week. Did you Just play it? Get, yeah. Play it? I downloaded it. That's the same, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's as far as Don gets. At least I'm showing my support by uh, you know downloading these games. Yeah. I may not play them, but that's not the point. I'm showing support for the indie community. And what's good is when you say at least, you mean it literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. There's no, there's no flowery language. There's no <clears throat> cover. You know, it's it's just actual, very, very literal. At least, that is yeah. the least I could do. That's all I did do. Rob, yes, darling. How would you categorise the games I just read out? Bit underwhelming. It's all very underwhelming. That's basically mm-hmm. what it is now. Everyone's got caught. They've all bought their year subscriptions. When it comes to people renewing their subscriptions, I think that's when Sony will bring out the big guns again. Yeah. Much like, in my opinion, Microsoft has done this month. Because they are offering Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes for free. To but didn't Xbox PS4 Microsoft. do that last month? Yep. Nah, mate. This yeah, is completely it different. Did. No, it's not, though, is it? Because Why this is this completely different? Because this is this month. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, and also a game called hang on I'm going to have to actually read it out because I've never heard of it before How to Survive comma Storm Warning Edition yeah that's supposed to be pretty terrible it's it kind of a uh, cross between Dead Island and something like the old Fallout games but not very good sounds like a winner <laughs> and, uh, on Xbox 360 this month it's Metro 2033 and then uh, Metro Last Light as well, so both Metro games. Very good games, Don. Very good games, Gareth. Good. Good? Yeah. There we go. Um, so <laughs> if anything there takes your fancy, make sure you drop Gareth a little thank you note, uh, as he's the person that organises all of these free games. But obviously, <laughs> it's, it's hard at the moment, isn't it? Uh, how can you tell? <laughs> Well, exactly. out of, you know, there's only so many months that you can keep giving away games. I mean, you know, yeah. you're getting the repetition on across systems now as well. Well, obviously, you've got the Moto Solid Ground Zeroes now on Xbox, and it was on PS4 the other month. So just kind of doing the rounds, really, and sooner or later, they're running out. So they're kind of you know they're giving away indie games a bit more often than they used to, and that's all they're going to have left, really. They, indie games are kind of like filler, aren't they? They're like emergency games. <laughs> Well, it's nice for some of the indie developers. You know, they'll be getting a bit of cash up front um, in a lump sum to, to do it. <clears throat> so, um, if they think it's worthwhile versus what they would have sold, then uh, you know, plus it's a good bit of advertising for them. Gets yeah. people playing their games. So. Rocket League will be a big <laughs> test of this because Rocket League's humongously popular, and no one saw it coming. Yep. So, will that company have missed out on a shitload of money by that game being free, or? Is the fact that it's free made it so popular? Would they not have got much money from it anyway? Or Rocket yeah. League Two, Don? Rocket League Two, Gareth? Uh, when's uh, Black Ops Three coming? Well, I'll tell you when. It's coming on the bloody twenty third of August on PlayStation Four. And fanboy, it's uh, have to wait an extra week to play the Call of Duty Black Ops Three beta if you're on Xbox One or PC. So if you're one of them little sniveling fanboys called NXT No Scopes with a Z on the end, you're probably <laughs> going to want to have to get yourself a PlayStation 4 if you're owning an Xbox One. Um, have we ever really got into the betas for Call of Duty? 
Nope. Are we that desperate to actually sample the deluge of new perks and stupid weapons that they've decided to create themselves? No. No, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Talking of betas, the Street Fighter V beta has had a few um, horrible hiccups. Um, It's not what you want when you've got to uh, beat them up. You don't want all of that delay and stuff like that, So, which is one of the reasons Capcom have decided to take it down. Which isn't I don't great. understand how this went so badly because it's there's been betas for way more complicated games than this. Um, Where are we talking about? And it's not like it's not like this is their first their first foray into uh, Street Fighter. So what the hell? Basically, yeah. But the thing is, uh, Don, it's very. You say it's simple, but I, I'm supposed to sort of. It's the first game on next generation consoles. We know what it's like in Japan when it comes to new consoles. We've seen it so many times where they seem to be the last people to catch up. They do the best games, don't get me wrong. But we saw it with sort of Pro Evolution Soccer and things like that at the beginning of Xbox 360 with Konami, where they just seem to take ages to catch up and they seem to stumble a bit at the beginning, but then they have a nice time after. (laughs) Well, hopefully they'll uh, find their feet with this. To their credit, they've just pulled the beta and... uh... Yeah, taking a step back to try and fix it rather than continue with it and just try and patch it on. And after all, Don, isn't that what beta's all about? That is what beta's are for. Let's be honest. <laughs> are you it's to identify troubles. And My if I identify collection? trouble... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> is that fixture? Uh, no. Seriously? They, they keep... I mean, it's running um, yeah. moderately well. People are playing it. They had a tournament yeah. um, over what last week, over the weekend as well. Um, uh, Halo, sure, a general Halo tournament. I can't remember which one they were playing, but it was a massive Halo tournament they had. So they were using the Master Chief Collection edition of it for that. Um, so it seems to be going okay, but they're still releasing patches for it every now and again. So yeah, yeah, that was only the hardcore. Um, the Wii U hits major milestone by selling 10 million units. Which is very impressive. You you two have got one. When was the last time you played your one, Don? Ah, uh, when the Mario Kart uh, extra content came out. So about, How about you, Gaz? Two months ago. Saturday, I played mine. Hey. Wow, Smash Bros. Yep. Really? Yeah. Do you play it whenever you feel that you want to just sulk or destroy <laughs> your faith? I play it with my friends. Ken's. Ken's and Edge. Oh, Edge. Yes. Edge. I'm sorry, how are you spelling that? Art like I D G E. Just I G E. I think what? that stands for legend in Manchester. It's just Edge. What's his uh, actual is, is he some foreigner and has he got a foreign name you can't pronounce, so you've all just Gareth wouldn't have a friend who's foreign. <laughs> <laughs> His well, name's Ian. Right, Ian Edge. Ian McKenzie. No. <laughs> Ian Kens. No. Edge. Ian Edge. Well, in high school it was Ian Edge for like a week, and then everyone just dropped the Ian and just started calling him Edge. So where did Kens come from? His name's Mackenzie. Mackenzie, Ian Edge. No! Kens and Edge are separate people. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to call ourselves by our second names in secondary school. 
because we played a lot of football. So it was kind of like, oh, we had a friend called Lad, we had a friend called Connell, you know, I, I, I was a twat, even though that's not my second name, uh, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, kids can be cruel, and you just, you don't know, it makes you grow up with certain characteristics and traits that you may not have otherwise have had, but you've got to get through that. And um, So the Wii U, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Reminds me a bit of me, really. You know, very simple. Um, when it was released, a lot of people insulted it and was horrible to it. But slowly but surely, it proved itself to be better than what people had given it credit for in the beginning. Yeah, it's two or three games away from people actually wanting one, I reckon. Yeah, that are not <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, like if it has Bayonetta 2 and maybe... I don't know, like a new Mario and Zelda eventually, then yeah. people will go, oh, Bayonetta 2 and Mario and Zelda plus this Smash Bros thing, which might be alright, and a Mario Kart, people like those games. Then it starts to be something people could see themselves buying. There you go. Yeah. But the, what I'm saying, what I said to, I'll just say my mum, because I didn't say it to anyone, I'm just full of it just now. <laughs> what I said to my mum the other day was, you know, you've got the, the Wii U. She said, you know, it sold 10 million units, that's not great compared to the Wii. Yeah. But I said, the Wii had this kind of, I'd call it an inflated user base. It's not a user, it's a temporary user base, let's call it, of the mums and the sort of teenagers and the girls that bought it for Wii Sports and stuff like that. Uh, because the GameCube before it didn't do great either, and that was primarily the Nintendo user base. So I don't think we can judge the Wii U by the Wii standard that it set, because that was inflated that wasn't a true um sort of focus of what nintendo were going for i think the wii u needs to be uh graded and judged next to the gamecube i don't know if that makes sense to you two because they are sort of appealing to the core nintendo audience that was still there during the gamecube and the wii it's just that now with the wii u you've taken away that kind of sort of here today, gone tomorrow. Group of people that bought the Wii. Sure, the Wii wasn't really a game console. No, it was a keep fit machine for a lot. It of was people. a lifestyle console. <laughs> it was. Whereas, like the DS, like I mean, yeah, it had brain training, but it that was it, and then the rest of it was just solid games. So that's yeah. more of a console you can compare things to. But yeah, the Wii was just Wii Sports and Wii Fit for probably about eighty percent of the people who had one. Yeah, so let's not sort of compare the Wii U to the Wii because you're just setting it up to fail. Let's compare the Wii U with the GameCube. Okay? Do that now. Uh, I like the GameCube quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. You two are Nintendo guys. I only got a Nintendo GameCube for Resident Evil 4 because it was bang out fan. <laughs> yeah? That's I think they saying. put that on the box. Yeah, that was the quote. But the thing is, it's like, you guys bought a Nintendo GameCube. Oh, funny enough, you've both bought a Wii U as well. Mm. You know, because you like Nintendo stuff, and you were there, and you loved all their games, and you lapped it up. Smash Bros. I can't not get a new Smash Bros. Exactly. Right, um, Garrett, Don, do you like Destiny? (laughs) Um, I've played it, you know, a little bit. You know your Destiny Guardian? Oh, all three of them, you mean? Yep. Betty, Sally, and Simone. Yep. Yep, they're going to be with you for the next 10 years. You're damn right they are. 
tell us about this, Don, because it seems rather confusing. Uh, it's not very confusing. Um, it is. How is it confusing? That's, well, how are they going to bring out for ten years? Well, they're going to. Well, a because I'm just going to play Destiny for ten years. So obviously. fantastic. <laughs> so that in itself will bring out. That's but, a good outlook on life, isn't it? Yep. But very simply, the tra- characters are going to transfer over to uh, new editions of the game and new expansions as they come along over the next ten years, which the game is planned to be continuing for. And it also means Bungie don't have to come up with any new ideas. Um, well, Destiny's been a kind of ten-year plan thing since day one, really. Yeah, better. So, yeah, I mean, people obviously were concerned at some point what's going to happen to our character when so-called Destiny 2 comes out in 2016. Uh, am I going to have to start again? Is, you know, is it going to be a whole new game? Is it going to be completely different? Are my characters going to carry over or not? And they're just basically saying, yeah, it's all going to carry over. You're going to use the same character. These are all very, well, very much first-world problems, aren't they? They're incredibly first. They're so first-world problems <laughs> that the world that it, these are a problem in does not exist yet. It's exactly. that much That's of a first-world problem. Yeah. If you were to tell, you know, a small African village that they <laughs> yeah. have to drink dirty water and just ha- uh, depend on sort of the village crops for survival, yeah. if you told them your worries, what do you think they'd say? They'd say, I love you, white man. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, please give me your money. That would be the other yeah, thing. Yeah, but so- it would be useless because it would be pounds and they couldn't. It's not like they've got a Tesco near them that they could use it. <laughs> so it's just pointless. Well, All right, then, Don? Yeah, good, thanks. <laughs> so that's the news this week. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's now on to Gareth's musical, whimsical Imagination Land. Hi folks, it's video game music time and I am Gareth, as you probably know because you're listening to this podcast that I am a co-host of. Uh, This week I'm not going to take up too much of your time with your music, uh, but we are going to play music from a game that has one of the best soundtracks of probably the past like 10 years, and that game is Fez. It's a very sort of chilled out soundtrack, very inventive, lots of sort of, I guess you'd call them like soundscapes? Um, but it's one of the best sort of in the background soundtracks you could ever have if you're doing a work or maybe you're you need to do uni work or something. Just having the Fez soundtrack on in the background would be so helpful because it's just so calming and so peaceful. And a great example of that is the track I'll be playing with you today. So this is from the soundtrack for Fez, one of the best soundtracks ever, and it's called Beacon. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Gareth, that was an absolutely beautiful musical accompaniment. What was it that made you choose that? Um, it was autumn. Autumn, absolutely fantastic. I love autumn in summer. Shit, it it has to make them a lot, yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's go to Seeing Sounds. First-person shooters are probably the most popular genre in the gaming world right now. People can often be heard saying, oh, not another bloody first-person shooter. They're all the same. Are they all the same? Nope. But more importantly, do they sound the same? For today's feature, Gareth and Don will have to use their audio skills listening to the gameplay of 10 first-person shooters I have chosen. Listening to the sound of the background music and gunfire sounds to determine which series the game is from. To make it a little easier for you, Plums, you don't have to guess the exact game, Call of Duty 1, 2, 3, 4, and so on, just the name of the franchise. Just a heads up, everyone, this probably won't be very close, and Don will most likely only get Destiny correct, but stranger (laughs) things have happened. So Gareth, Don, if you feel you recognise the sounds in your ears... Recognise. Excuse me. Please say, sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I can't help thinking that sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cool. Okay, so how are you with first-person shooters, Gareth? Ah, uh, um, not massively strong. I've played, I've played my fair share, but I, I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge by any means. Well, you know, no one's gonna sort of say they hate you because of it. Uh-huh. What about you, Don? We know you played Destiny, but before Destiny, BD. Was there any real first-person shooters in your life? Uh, Halo, Doom, um, the original Wolfenstein, um, uh, Half-Life, if that counts. I think it does. Um, uh, Quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah. Never really called you, though, so I'll be guessing if I hear anything militaristic. (laughs) Called you. Okay. Right, don't guess because you only get one opportunity. Okay. Right, I'm ready. so are you ready for the first game? Yep. Yep. And you can play along at home too. Wait. Okay. What do we say? Do we say, excuse me, Rob, I don't want me to disturb you, but I think I maybe no. know what that is. And by the time, if you say it the wrong, Gareth, I won't answer <laughs> you either. Shit. Because that's rude. It's, sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I can't help thinking that sounds familiar. Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> Oh no! I, I just literally will not no will not pay any interest to you if you don't get it right. Are right, you ready? Here's first person shooter number one. Sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I think you know what that is. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I can't help but thinking I recognise that. You can't help but thinking... Is that not it? Sorry to disturb you, Rob, <laughs> but I can't help thinking that sounds oh. familiar. God damn. Surely want... that's a fail straight away. Sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I can't help thinking that sounds familiar. Thank you very much, Gareth, for taking <laughs> the time to actually address me correctly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gareth, you tell me what it was that made you think, because there's a moment in your brain that yeah. goes back to the point you played it from a certain sound effect. What was that? Talk us through it. Do you want me to make the sound effect? Yeah. Exactly. That sounds like a robot opening up a can of Coke. Funnily enough, that's why the game is Coke Warriors. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. So, Don, have you no. got any idea of what it is? Uh, nope. No? Well, Gareth, you now get another turn. So is, it, a... is it Half-Life 2? It is, Gareth. Well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. Make sure you don't touch the back of your hair. It's impossible, mate. <laughs> it just goes on forever. Right, so sorry about that, Don. But I'm pretty sure. I was thinking about Half Life when uh, when that was on, but was you? Yeah, if I was forced into guessing with a gun on my head, I'd have said Half Life. But so there was no, there was no gun involved. These quizzes, if you actually had a game, um, a gun pointed to your head. I think you should force me to answer and not just go. I don't know. So that was Half Life Two. Fantastic, Gareth. If you ready for first person shooter number two? <sighs> Here we go. go. Oh, excuse me, Rob. I uh, couldn't help no. but thinking that I recognised that. Nope, that's wrong. That's wrong. Sorry to disturb what? you, Rob, but I can't help thinking that sounds familiar. Oh, well done, Don! Absolutely fantastic. Get in. Uh, I think that might be Bulletstorm. Nope. Nope. No. And I'll carry Balls. on playing it again. Balls. Thank you. The hardest bit is this bit. <clears throat> Sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I couldn't help thinking that sounds familiar. Well done, Gareth. There he goes. I know he knows this because he loves it off. It's Borderlands. It, it, it is Borderlands. I did. I was about to be sarcastic then, but I did give you the okay at the beginning that you could just say the name of the franchise. You didn't have to come up with a number. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that, Don. But Destiny is coming up soon. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Well done, Gareth. That is 2-0 to you. Uh, I hope you feel very proud of yourself. Here comes number three. Sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I couldn't help thinking that that sounds familiar. There you go. Is it Call of Duty? It is Call of Duty, Gareth. Come on, give the guy a little break. <laughs> I, I thought I knew it right from the start, but yeah. then I was like, no, I want to hear some more. And then as soon as it was the grenade launch, I was like, yeah. okay. Because you can't, it's actually what we call it in the uh, professional online arena, uh, is the noob tube. Yes, that's why I know, because I've noob-tubed a bit in my time. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you're one of those guys that just had a noob-tube. Bless you, little not, not in a homosexual way, just normal. <laughs> not that there's anything right. wrong with that, obviously. I, wouldn't say, I didn't say there was, Gareth. I'm just, I'm just waiting because there's an advert, and you know the adverts you can't skip, and I'm using YouTube. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 
That's the Mr. Bean Snickers advert. Nice. You're not yourself when you're hungry, right? Would you say you're yourself when you're hungry, Don, or are you someone else? I'm pretty much myself all the time, regardless yeah. of my state of hunger. Fantastic. Right, are you ready for... Not as catchy a slogan, the... though, is it, Don? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not quite the marketing the kind of riff they want. I'm ready, Rob. Are you ready? Is this number four? Yeah. Yep. Number four. to disturb you, Rob, but I couldn't help thinking that sounds familiar. (laughs) bollocks. I don't know if it's because you you and Gareth are naturally this way, but you always seem to be in life a few seconds behind him. (laughs) Do you think if you actually got into a relationship, that would be really annoying? (laughs) I would hope so. Thank you. So, what is it that you think... Sounds awfully familiar to you. To be fair, I'm not 100% sure, so Don could still take this. Ooh. I think I'm going with Halo. Halo, you're right. <laughs> it was the music. The music sounded really weird at first, but then it got slightly Halo-y, and I just jumped. Yeah. There's nothing better than something that's slightly Halo-y, is there? <laughs> yeah, just, you know, the morning after, you just... You, you smell it and you're like, oh, it's still a bit Halo-y. Oh. You know? <laughs> Gareth. Gareth's quite gross, isn't he? He is. He seems like he's the least gross one, but actually that's not true at all. I, I, I like him, though. There's nothing wrong with him as a person. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, whatever you say. Gareth is 4-0 so far. Let's see if Don can get one back and make it the same score England beat Holland during Euro 96. <laughs> Sorry to disturb you, Rob. Yeah. But I can't help thinking that sounds familiar. Oh, does it, oh, Don? It, it does. Yeah, it does it. Sounds like it might be Destiny. Wow. How did you know? Because the... Uh, the jump sound was instantly recognisable. Bloody yeah. hell. That's a bit weird, isn't it, Gareth? Literally the first sound. <laughs> I was like, how did he get it so quick? Oh, it's Destiny, obviously. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> you, you should have just known it was Destiny straight away. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> right. Should we stop now, then? Because that obviously means that whatever happens, you've got a point, on. <laughs> <laughs> so... Right, this one's a little bit difficult now, guys. So please use all of your strength. Uh, 
Oh, sorry to disturb you, Rob. I can't help thinking that sounds familiar. What's it sound like, Don? I. This is a bit of a guess, and I think it's wrong because Gareth would have got it. Uh, is it Titanfall? It's actually not Titanfall. Uh... You've got to listen out for a certain sound that I think you guys might zero in on it. Sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I couldn't help thinking that sounds familiar. What is it, Gareth? Is it Battlefield? It's not Battlefield, Dom, Gareth. Okay, well, I recognise that sound. Here we go. Do you uh, want to answer it, Gareth? No. (laughs) Why? Because I don't don't know. Come on, Dom's not going to answer it. I don't, I don't, I... It sounds like so many things. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, guys, neither of you got it in the allotted time frame. Can you give us another quote? No, I can't, I'm afraid. The weapon reports sound like Call of Duty weapon reports, but we already did Call of Duty. It's actually Crisis. Really? Jesus. It says armor engaged. Oh. Which is all the different thing. I, I said it was hard, Gareth. I'm not going to lie. It's good. It's Did good I... that it's hard. It's good. That's... It's very hard. <laughs> okay, here we go, guys. It's 4 1 at the moment. Gareth, Don, you can still come back. Uh, sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I couldn't help thinking that sounds familiar. What is it, Gareth? It's Serious Sam. Are you serious? Sam. Serious Sam it is, Gareth. Well done. Thank you. You certainly know your sounds, don't you, darling? That's a very, very iconic sound, those screaming bombhead guys or whatever running at you. There actually are called screaming bombhead guys. That's why I said it, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) No, they're headless, aren't they? But they're holding bombs in their hands. You don't have to explain yourself, Gareth. It's it's good, it's good. Well, are you ready for the next gaming sound? Yeah. Disturb you, Rob, but I couldn't uh, help thinking that sounds familiar. Was you about to go in, Don? Uh, that music that kicked in towards the end of that clip. Yeah, well, let's see if Gareth's got it right first. If not, you may well get a chance, Don. Uh, if I'm remembering the sound effect right, is it Metroid Prime? It is Metroid Prime, Gareth. You Fucking are. Fucking hell. Don, Fucking we did hell. say you'd only get Destiny right, didn't we? <laughs> so don't sort of push yourself. <laughs> it, it's, not, it's nothing that wasn't expected. Shut up. well this is number nine now this is a very popular you'd think Don would actually get a few of these he he did know what Metroid was you going to say Metroid Prime Don uh no oh makes no difference because I I I just I recognise the sound I just didn't have time to place it it's okay it's alright well maybe you can place the sound in number nine
Sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I couldn't help thinking that sounds familiar. And how familiar is it on a scale of 1 to 10, Gareth? I'd say it's like a perfect dark out of 10. Oh, Gareth, and you punned him as well at the same time. <laughs> That's like teabagging in this game, Don. I hate you all. You should do. <laughs> this is worth some guy. Steady on. <laughs> okay, sorry, at least he got one. Yeah, right. Don, if you get this one right, like last time, you have won. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. Am I allowed to answer? Sorry, what did you say? I said sorry to disturb you, Rob, but I can't help thinking that sounds familiar. Fantastic, here we go. Golden Eye 007. Oh, yes, we have ourselves a winner. <laughs> wood, 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 wood. How do you feel, Don? Oh, I feel good. I feel... It's your second win in a row. It's, it's, it's a new experience for me, this winning on a winning streak, Clark. It's good. A winning I can see why people enjoy winning and why they take performance-enhancing drugs at eSports. Yeah, and, but it's just a shame that you took your performance-enhancing drugs a little bit too late. Yeah, they, they did kick in for a little while. I mistimed that. I do apologize. Gareth, you've done very well, but unfortunately you didn't answer the final question right, which we all know in this game is the golden question, winner takes all. How do you feel? I made the rookie mistake of uh, asking you if I'm allowed to answer the question instead of just Did. answering the question. That is a rookie mistake. That's how people and lose games. Yeah, It is, Gareth, but you know you answered all the irrelevant questions when you should have just kept quiet and <laughs> answered the last one. <sighs> you know how the games work. That's true. <laughs> I was briefed beforehand. I bet you were. Uh, so anyway, I hope people played long at home, or if you're at work, or if you're on a train, or if you're looking through someone's window. Uh, <laughs> you know, mark yourself out of ten, um, whatever you got. Add it on a review in iTunes. Just say, you know, I got four out of ten, or I got six out of ten, or I got ten out of ten. It would be really interesting to hear your scores, wouldn't it, Gareth? I would like to know if people actually have proper scores, if they all just say 10 out of 10. Yeah, people, because people in school, they used to say, whenever you used to do a math test, saying, okay, pass your paper to the person next to you, blah, blah, and they'll mark it and give it back. But you never did. You held on to your one, and you just filled out all the correct answers. <laughs> and it was like, who's got 10 out of 10? And you put your hand up. And they go, well done, Rob. I thought you were a stupid. And it was stuff like that. <laughs> that's fantastic I do enjoy our games you know even though they're a bit one-sided at times you know you make them so they're inclusive and everyone can play I like I genuinely have a lot of fun playing them and they always come out of nowhere because you never tell us they're going to happen I can't Gareth because I know what you're like you're so competitive you would have spent all day on YouTube <laughs> studying every first person shooter that is true you just would have had eyes closed not that I needed you, to you would have burnt them out with burning hot pokers your eyes just to be able to get the genuine sort of feeling and heighten your senses of audio okay okay that's why i don't tell you about these things but until next week when i devise another devilish plan this has been what was it what was it called again seeing sounds <laughs> Approaching the end of the podcast this week, and we are going to end it 
with what we usually end it with. Unfortunately, we've got no tea for two because that finished last week with a fantastic Pulp Fiction homage. Uh, Don, did you see the Pac-Man film starring Adam Sandler? <laughs> I did not, no. Turned out. The Pac-Man film. <laughs> the Pac-Man film with Adam Adam, who looks like he wants to kill himself every minute he's on screen, Sandler. Yeah, well, he's got to yeah. that point where he always played that guy that's got quite a temper problem. That's his <laughs> thing, isn't it? You just If you watch the interviews with him in this uh, for this film, he's, he's just, he, he looks like he's aged about a decade overnight. Yeah. And it looks like he's falling asleep the whole time and he's just depressed. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's the next kind of film personality, film star, whatever, to be found hanging in their wardrobe. What the hell? In a it's, wardrobe? They're not all short. He looks like he's just, he's just had enough and he realises that his career is never going any further than it. You know, he yeah, basically so he, peaked with Happy Gilmore and that's it. I like Happy Gilmore. What's the one where he's a golfer? Happy Gilmore. What's the one where he's a child and he has to go back? Billy Madison. Yeah, they're good films. Those are his first two films. Yeah, and then after and, uh, that, he's just become an angry person. <laughs> yeah. I quite liked Click. Click was all right. I actually cried because at the time I wasn't going anywhere in my life. And, you know, he had all these things that he didn't appreciate. And I thought, am I ever going to have those? I have got them. And it's true. You, you should appreciate what you've got rather than what you haven't got. All right, Gareth? Uh, I liked, well, not liked, but I saw Little Nicky quite a few times. I bet he did. Did his parents get, get angry? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, God. Okay. Well, uh, Gareth, what have you been playing this week? Sweet FA. Fantastic. Is that a new football game? <laughs> there Very we go. good. That's good, Don. Thanks Ooh. for contributing at last this week. It's been a little while since Don hit us with a good pun. The thing pun, is, but... Gareth, he made that brilliant pun, right? So if anyone hasn't heard the pun yet, basically what it was is obviously Nathan Drake, Uncharted. Uh, they're releasing the Uncharted collection, which they're calling the Nathan Drake collection, which is absolutely uninspiring. Um, but what Don actually suggested is that they call it the Master Thief collection, which is yeah. homage to the Master Chief collection. Now... Since he's done that, Don seems to think that he can just phone in everything else because he can always allude back to the fact that he came up with that rather miraculous pun. But Don, as yeah. good as the pun was, it doesn't give you gratis. Oh. Okay? <laughs> okay. So now say something very interesting. Now. The, the dogs can look up despite rumours to the contrary. More interesting than that, I'm afraid. Was that some hot <laughs> gossip? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like he's hot gossip nowadays, doesn't it? Uh, Simon Pegg is not a very good actor. No. See, this is it. You get footballers sometimes that get... They're brilliant. They're fantastic. They're hungry. They're, they train all the time. They're brilliant. Then they go to a club for a record amount and get paid £150,000 a week, and then they stop that hunger... This pun has ruined you, Don. You feel that you don't have to think anymore because you can just refer back to the pun. No. I, what, what? I made the, 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 the football sweet FA joke a minute ago. That's Yeah. Yeah. And, and me and Gareth, did we not allude to the fact that it was a great pun? Yeah. So what's, You know what's... how good you are, Don. <laughs> you know, we're on your side. 
Yeah, it's just you can't do these. You know, these are these are little nuggets you dig up. That's the first pun in three weeks. It's not. It's not a river. It's my chart on the wall. You know what, Rob? <laughs> this might be a good thing because if you just kept with all those great puns, some of the podcasts would have swept in, offered us a cool million, and just robbed him. Yeah, exactly. But now we suppose. get to keep sampling the fruits of his pun tree. Yeah, the pun tree. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think of a pun as well. All right, go on. Yeah. You are you are just our golden golden child, Don. And, <laughs> you know, what Gareth's saying is right, because you can milk a cow too much. You know what they say? Don't over-milk your cows. That's it. You know, yeah. you are our pun cow. And if we were to over-milk, you'd become tired, you'd become dry... And we don't want rudders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that sort of thing. The thing is, I've only played Borderlands 2, and I'm now going on to what you would call the new game plus, which is even harder. But it's still the same game, so there's not much to talk about. And Don's just been playing Destiny, which no one wants to talk about. All true. So, you know... Uh, I saw two films this week. Ooh. Oh, just such a show-off. I saw one about seven. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, time for lights, banter, action. Episode three. Lights, banter, action, action. Episode three. Hello and welcome to Lights. Banter action, everything you need in the world of movies. Well, the first episode, we done X-Men Days of Future Past, episode two, Godzilla. Now, after a while out, we have episode three of Lights Banter Action. So let's go over to Gareth and listen to what he's been watching this week. Mm-mm. What's Gareth been watching this week? Mm-mm. Gareth, Gareth, Mm-mm. two films. <laughs> Yep, two films. Uh, I saw Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> Ant Man. <laughs> films. <laughs> I saw Inside Out. <laughs> Inside Out. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Don, you've seen Ant-Man as well, right? Yeah, I saw it with Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. yeah, you didn't see it with him. He was standing on the stage, then he went out. Then he went to the side of the stage and watched yeah. it. <laughs> I just dropped my iPad. I just dropped my iPad. Dropping my iPad. This will just take a minute to... This is the worst episode of the podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. It's got a bit of Ant-Man like, Stunner action on it. <laughs> How can uh, that be bad? Uh, I don't oh, know. God. Well, because we all work, we're all getting a bit loopy because it's yeah. Nine yeah. Um, I loved Ant Man. Ant Man was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty gay for Paul Rudd anyway. Yeah. We've been through yeah. this. I just it, first of all, it was really funny, and not funny like the other Marvel films. The Marvel films are all funny in sort of a quippy way. Yeah, yeah a self-referential way. Yeah, like, you know, Thor will drop some little Shakespearean flavour joke on Loki and the audience will go, <laughs> but... <laughs> We know that because we've read the comments. <laughs> no, we've read the comics, not read the comments. 
but Ant Man just genuinely funny in places. Paul Rudd just uh, improvises really well, and obviously I'm in love with him, so I would say this anyway. But he is a fucking star who's very underappreciated, and hopefully this film gets a lot of people on the Paul Rudder Rod wagon. The Rod wagon. On the rudder. Rod wagon. Uh, and the the story was fun. It wasn't a end of the world type scenario. It kind of was, but mainly it was just this smaller, more contained film. Well, they are. They're more. The first things you would normally find in a franchise are more. They're more insular, aren't they? They're more intimate to the character. Yeah, like you know, the first Iron Man was origins. Just yeah, him facing the head of his company. Like the first Thor was just taking place in this small New Mexican town. Like, the, the, yeah, the, I think the Marvel films can be better when they're smaller because um, it just gives them a fresh feel. Like after all the huge epic world-ending Marvel films, it's nice to have something yeah. that's just these three people planning to rob one thing and then executing on that plan, and it just. It feels separate from the pack, but still very much in that universe. Uh, action was really cool. He's the kind of superhero that I really love. Like, The Flash is my favourite superhero. Because he's really fast, and that's his one power. So the ways he uses it are always really creative and inventive. And Ant-Man's the same. Like, his power is, he can shrink, and he can come up to normal size. That's and the... terrible. <laughs> well, you think that. But then the way he uses it in fights is really clever and... Well, he gets small. Yeah. But he's stronger when he's small. Really? Yeah. Well, like a man. <laughs> like a, almost like a bullet, they say in the film. Because when he shrinks, his atoms become more compact. So it's like he's packing more into a smaller area. Yeah, but an ant can carry a stupid amount of it more than its own body weight. Yeah, they, they yeah. go through all this. In the film, but the point is, oh, I'm glad they do, Gareth. <laughs> his power isn't Thor, where you know he can fly, fly and do lightning and super strong and all this other yeah. stuff. Like he can just make himself small or big, and the way they use that makes the fights really inventive. They have to be really clever with the action, and it keeps you entertained. And this film, like after the first maybe half an hour, just gets a really good pace to it, where it kind of never stops. You're just being taken on this journey. Everything's moving along really well. And it's one of the more entertaining Marvel films to date. Like, there's not really any slowness. And the bits where it is a bit slow have that humour, so you're never, like, uninterested in the film. It just holds your attention for the entire two hours-ish runtime. And it's a shame that it's not been doing better, like, money-wise. This is called Ant-Man. Yeah, it's really weird that it's... Some yeah. of the reviews have been out for it being either a bit middling or a bit harsh, and it's, like, totally undeserving because it's fucking great it's so much fun it's genuinely entertaining movie it's properly entertaining in the way movies haven't been really for ages yeah yeah you know and it's inventive the action is interesting and it's well thought out and it's clever you know Cheers. um instead of just being look at how much shit we can make explode in as on a green screen Avengers. <laughs> yeah um yeah so it, it deserves to be doing way better than uh, than it has been Sorry to be rude, but people on YouTube are posting, oh, look at this awesome fight between the Hulk and the Hulkbuster. Oh, it looks amazing. And it's like, no, it's just computer-generated graphics. Yeah, especially when the Hulk versus Hulkbuster fight is basically 
it's Superman versus Zod again. Neither of them can destroy the other one. They're both equally mm. as strong. All they're going to do is keep punching each other 50,000 times in the face. And then yeah. the other one, and then they just get up again and then punch them back 50,000 times uh, in the face. How, it makes how no is difference. that an insult on Superman and Zod fighting when one of them clearly wins that fight at the end? Well, yeah, but only after like 50 minutes of them just punching each other for, on no, a green for no reason whatsoever. It's fucking awesome. And they can't, you know, they can't kill each other really until he decides to fucking snap his neck at the end. And it's like, well, you know, they've just, just spent 50 minutes beginning. punching him. So like he punches him. Well, it has no effect really. It knocks him back. But that's it. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't break his jaw. doesn't break his nose. doesn't give him bloody lips. Bloody old Don. Nothing. What do you want, an 18 rated? <laughs> yeah, but, you should, but that's the thing what I mean about fights that have absolutely there's no there's no nothing at stake at all because neither of them can get injured Gareth so loves steak you know. but uh, <laughs> yeah but in Ant-Man it's, uh, it's it's a lot more interesting and, it's, and like Gareth says it's just funny there's so many people just laughs out loud in the whole cinema when I was there well, it, well it, it's good that they've cast him because he is a comic actor yeah and that's like all they need they needed an Everyman the Ant-Man abilities are just they're not superhuman, ridiculous, yeah. kind of... I mean, obviously, they're fantastical, but they're just... Well, not really. You've got not... the same power. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. But it's also because he's not some... Paul Rudd's character isn't some genius scientist yeah. or mechanic or engineer or... He's just he's just the dude who, who is, you know, he's a thief, basically. That's all he is, and he's not really got anything going for him. He's just a dude. He's not clever. He's not special in any way. He's not remarkable in any way whatsoever, and that's why he's an appealing character, isn't that man? He does Cause... have a master's in engineering. Oh yeah, he right, well, never really uses it. But... He doesn't really use it much. Well, but but the point is, he doesn't he doesn't come up with the Ant Man suit. He doesn't really want to do the whole thing, and it's it's not you know it's not like Tony Stark. He's a massive big head, and look how clever, look how rich I am. I can do anything because I'm a massively rich, and money doesn't mean anything, and b. I can because of that because I'm clever. I can just make anything I fucking want. Yeah. Um, but Paul Rudd's character isn't that. He's the everyman, which makes it more engaging, I think, for people. So yeah, that man, great. Great. People should see that film. People fucking have right. seen that film, and they should. Yeah. Um. Wow. Me and Don just agreed on something. Wow. <laughs> Don disagree quick. I'm not sure that I can. Ooh. He, well, he disagreed with you, Rob, just then. Yeah. So technically, he was following yeah, orders. Yeah. Uh, I also saw Inside Out this week. Um, that film is going to make every generation after this one better. Go on, Gareth. Like all Pixar films, it's going to teach kids how to be better people. Oh, that's and, really uh, sentimental, Gareth. And it's, it's just... It's, I'm going to say the word masterpiece. Gareth, you can't just banter that about anywhere. I know. But... Especially not on Lights Banter Action. <laughs> but I feel like it kind of is. Like, you can't really fault it. It's got everything and it does everything really well. Really funny. Tons of heart. It's got a really uh, good message. Uh, like I said, for kids. Which is, you know, it's kind of who it's made for. But I think adults will get a lot more out of this. Um, like kids will feel when they go through something in their lives that's vaguely traumatic they'll feel like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody and I can't believe this happened to me but they'll watch this film and they'll realise 
everybody feels this way many, many times throughout their life, and that's more than okay. It builds you as a person. And if I had a child, they would be watching all the Pixar films basically on loop, because I want to make sure that kid doesn't grow up to be fucked up. Pixar films (laughs) are a blessing for parents, because it means you will raise a child that is not bad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Um, I saw Toy Story too, and I still grow up as an arsehole. (laughs) <laughs> who well, just really you, likes toys you really need to have seen the other uh, first one to get the, uh, the story I've seen Toy Story 1 obviously okay. and then Toy Story 2 I saw and then Toy Story 3 I didn't think was too great but when he gives these toys away at the end it kind of made me emotional because I never want to give my toys away yeah I agree thank you <laughs> have you seen that conspiracy theory as well that all the pics are Films are in the same universe. Yep, it's pretty yep. cool. And that and the Andy's mum actually owned the Jesse doll. Yep. Oh shit! I've not heard that. Well, that's awesome. yeah. Because apparently he he has the cowboy hat at the beginning of in Toy Story One, which belonged to his mum or something, which is Jesse's hat. Like a replica of her cowboy hat. But just look it up, Gareth. It's really interesting and it made me uh, think of life a little bit different. I knew about the the that the overall theory that they're all in the same universe, but I didn't... Yeah. I hope that's the case because that sounds awesome. Thank you very much. Love Pixar. Love Inside Out. If you're the kind of person who can't go and see Inside Out because, oh, it's a kid's film, then you are missing out. Or if you're someone like Gary Glitter, it's an absolutely fantastic place to just hang out on the back row when the lights are down. Oh, you always have to. Darken you always have it. to bring the horrible truth of the world into things. I know, but that's what you've got to think, isn't it? If you get a guy coming, oh, one ticket for Inside Out, please. <laughs> you know, you've got to say, well, what's going on? All right? I had to go and see Thomas the Tank Engine with my son at a cinema. Awful, awful film. Because it's so basic, there was no sort of plot thread, there was no kind of deeper meaning. It's like you've got Disney Pixar films, and oh, they're for kids, but then you've got things like Thomas the Tank Engine that cannot be enjoyed on any other level apart from if you're a toddler. <laughs> so you Did can't they at least have Ringo Starr in it? No, oh. they didn't, Gareth. What happened is, obviously, people want to know. Uh, Thomas the tank engine um, the fat controller had a go at him because Thomas is a bit clumsy uh, so Thomas wanted to be like the other engines but he got sent back to work with the little engines and oh, they Thomas just do... you clumsy prick in, not in so many words Gareth oh. but it was along those lines Wow. and uh, he went back to work with the little engines now the little engines do menial tasks Um. They do stuff like cleaning rubbish off the roads and stuff like that. So Thomas actually learns that, you know, even though he's clumsy, he's not that bad off. And then they do a little song about something. And then they're they're constructing this rail link, this rail network. But the floor's quite loose. And what happens is Thomas goes over it and everyone's like, Thomas, no, don't. And he barges straight through the stop sign and he causes the floor to give way and it crumbles. And underneath a pirate ship. What? And if everyone's like, oh, Thomas, you're so great, you found a pirate ship. And they sort of winch the pirate ship out, put it on the corner, 
and it's just there. And then this guy from another island comes over, and at night he keeps he's on this little sort of push rail thing, like a little cart, you know, them things that you push down and it starts moving. Uh-huh. Oh, a little hand uh, cart. Yeah, and he's taking things off the um, ship every night. But the other trains are too scared to go and confront the guy because he looks like a ghost. Um, but it's only Thomas who later um, sort of says to him, what are you doing? That's not on. And then everyone says how brave Thomas is. But yeah, it's, it's not great. I wouldn't go and see it. But you did. <laughs> yeah, but, I, you know, it's, you, you think, oh, I'll do something nice with my son today. I'll take him to see this movie because he likes it. He really likes Thomas Sankinch. But then you realise, oh shit, I've got to sit here as well. <laughs> it only dawns upon you at that point that you're now going to have to sit here and watch it. You've got no choice. So think about it. This summer holiday, people, think about it. Think. When I take him here, when I take my children out, is there something in it for me? <laughs> that's all I can say and that is it for episode 3 of Lights Banter Action action banter so that was Lights Banter Action that was absolutely fantastic and also at the beginning of there you may have noticed that there was also the Game Central podcast you had a good one today Gareth? Uh, I actually have, we salvaged it at the end I think we tell you, you've got to give people something interesting. If we haven't got, uh, if we haven't been playing games, that's fair enough. There's people out there that are not playing games because there's not much coming out at the moment. You just put something else in there, and that's what I said about our pop culture podcast. P O P, no P C P. Sorry, uh, Don, you had a good one today. Yeah, it's been nice. Thanks. It's been very nice. You got a lot to say about films, um... haven't you? <laughs> let's just hope you don't start watching the same film over and over and over again because <laughs> then it'll have you a bit thing. but anyway leave us a review uh, we can't look at them because you know iTunes has stopped letting us look at them uh, you can find us on Audio Boom. you can find us on iTunes or you can find us on the home of the Max Payne free review www.gamebanter.co.uk where you can also look at some of our past episodes and follow us as some people have done oh I like your podcast mate I'm going to go and listen from episode one. You know, there's worse things you could do. Name me something worse you could do, Gareth. Um, you could listen to a different podcast from episode That's one. That's it. That's it. And, you know, while they may be better, we are longer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that actually makes some, some sense in some ways. Depends what you what you prefer, quality or length. Um, so that's fantastic. We'll see you all again next week when hopefully we would have played some games. Thanks for not talking about Destiny, Don. You're welcome. <laughs>
Go and look at YouTube right now and have a look at Jean-Michel Jarre. I can't, I've got to play a fucking game Game. with you. Yeah, that's the thing, Don. You don't take it serious enough. That's why Gareth always wins. Heavily. Fuck you, you. I'm going to win this shit. Here we go. Right. 